day 79 and we are well into Ontario. We're at Burma Road in the Trans-Canada, just outside of Kenora, Ontario. Oh, so we're going to call the day 40 kilometer kind of day at 40-ish, uh, just with uh, the festivities at the Ontario-Manitoba border and uh, meeting various folks. I've got a meeting tonight virtually with my buds at Veterans of Freedom. So I'm gonna go get that done and then we're gonna fire it up again tomorrow, see how far we get. And we're on our way to Ottawa, folks. We're in Ontario full real. So have a good one. You know, multiple folks have come forward to help and be a part of this. And it's just been incredible to to witness it and be a part of it and be on the receiving end is, you know, I, yeah. I can see else. it in your face, man. I can see it's really, uh, it's, it's really taking an impact on you and you're, uh, you're emotional about it. And that's, that's awesome because that, that speaks to the character of Canada. This is not just me doing this. This is about a number of Canadians who feel the same way I do, who are adding their voice to mine in a number of different ways. They're contacting their members of parliament. They're writing their own letters. And a lot of them are expressing interest in joining me in Ottawa. So they're also, should they say, completely ignore us. They're basically oh, yeah, turning by the their way. nose up <clears throat> to a segment uh, through the population that, of uh... veterans and Canadians alike. And they're saying, we're not interested in you or anything you have to say. And I think the optics of that are going to speak, and it's going to it's going to uh, definitely change something. That is uh, that is James Top, and he's back. He's uh, the Topinator. We're going to do Topinator two here. I'm happy to uh, to have James he did. back here. Can he you still hear me? Which is what I wanted. Oh. Here come. In a fishy connection. Yeah, hey, buddy, how you doing? How you, how you doing? Sorry, lost you there for a second. Seemed like you got kind of a uh, poor connection here, but uh, we'll we'll work around it. It's all good. How are you? Uh, how you making out? I'm doing pretty good. I got uh, we got into Ontario. Uh, we made it across the prairies. I think the last time we talked, I had just we had just got into New Alberta, yeah. and um, you know we're across or had a, I can't remember. This is this this whole experience is like being in uh, the edge of a black hole. Twilight zone. <laughs> It's never ending. <laughs> time, time, and space is just uh, distorted in ways I can't possibly explain. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I definitely would agree with that. You've definitely transcended dimensions here. I don't know what kind of uh, world you're in now. Most of us will never uh, know. <laughs> oh, it's nuts! It's nuts. By the way, uh, rumors of my incarceration are greatly exaggerated. 
I've heard There's that. I, yeah, someone someone <clears throat> messaged me that last night while I was um, doing my podcast. I was like, did you hear what happened to James? He got arrested. I said, no, that's impossible. <laughs> that can't happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, what it is is uh, I think... I think the the DND there was a uh, a um, as I understand it a press release from a public affairs officer yes. in um, in uh, in Ottawa put that out there kind of a delayed reaction on their part because they probably weren't uh, following my journey until I got over the border there so they're like uh, released the uh, the fact that I've been charged uh, two counts of one two nine. Yeah. Uh, under the National Defense Act. And that was something that went back to February with those two videos, one, one with TikTok. Right. Another one that went out on uh, at the rally. And um, so that's, you know, that's old news, just uh, been, been released. I don't know why they would have waited that long, but maybe they didn't want to give me the publicity too early on. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny because I, I've, oh, there's a video running here or something. This is on your slideshow. Um, the uh yeah i thought it was funny that they they chose now all of a sudden to finally and they didn't acknowledge anything else just uh barely your name <laughs> i was saying last night not even a picture of the man nothing it's like you no, know, they obviously no. know who you are they must have looked yeah. at this and then went you know what Nah, i'm just gonna put up this stock yeah. photo of a sideways canadian doesn't it drive you nuts it was uh it's one of those shoulder shots of just a random uniform with the flag sideways <laughs> there's threads going everywhere you're just like oh for god's sake think about the freedom <laughs> Yeah, this is the bare, bare minimum amount of attention will we'll let anybody pay attention to it. Yeah, well, and, and that's all they could do. And your video outside of uh, Winnipeg, CBC, did you talk to any of them? Did they even, like, come out to speak to you, or was it oh, just... Well, uh... <laughs> so I had a video, I had a picture of the notice on the front door of the building, which uh, I don't know if I uploaded it or not. Basically, well, I can send it to you. Basically, says due to COVID nineteen, only people with uh, appointments who are allowed access can go into the building. So it's basically locked, and. Uh, you go up to the front door, and of course, it's like that. There's this notice there, right? So at least, right. but it's not open to the public. Right. Yeah, your connection went pretty wild there for a minute. You went kind of slow motion, but it seems okay, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Now. So I tried to get in. Um, I don't know if you got that last part. Uh, a bit of it. Basically, it sounded like uh, because COVID, we don't care who you are and go away. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Make an appointment, make an appointment, and then, yeah. Make an appointment, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's basically what the sign on the door says. So, so, you know, we stood outside, did the little video. Um, we got uh, we got ghosted um, mm. by a, uh, a CTV news, cha uh, news van later that day, actually, as we were heading out of uh, Regina. So they so they, they didn't see you, or they talked to you, or they just avoided you? <laughs> they just rolled past. <laughs> They rolled past uh, the RV. That did we they, did they bury their heads in shame? Go, oh, that's the guy. Don't let him see us and kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It's just, it's bizarre. The whole thing is so bizarre. So, yeah, that's the kind of, uh, 
I, I was uh, getting all kinds of messages yesterday because, uh, you know, I guess it got released or reported yesterday. And, um, you know, I, I want to just, you know, with your help and a bunch of other people, just put this rumor to rest that this is like, you know, yeah. I'm not in jail. We're all good. Yeah. The Internet's and, a wild uh, place like that. I think it's because they said you were charged and, you know, civilians don't understand what that means militarily. Like they just well, criminal I, charges, right, and assume you were arrested. I, I think it was done for that reason too, right? Like, I mean, as far as good journalism goes, it's obviously yeah. not being practiced in that. Uh, I do. Well, how, how, let me let me back that up a little bit. Not by global the CTV, <laughs> because nobody nobody contacted me from those organizations. However, I was contacted by a guy at Canadian Press, who I'm going to be talking to uh, later this afternoon. Right. Yeah, that's that's so kind of how they goes. like to. That's how they kind of like to do things. I've done that with lots of people, myself included, and. First, they, they'll, they'll find something that they can use that makes you look bad. And then as you're referenced again in the future, they always start with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. They would be like, oh, here's yeah. James Top, who's currently being charged with these offenses under the yeah. military. You know, it's like, oh, great. So we've set the stage where, you know, this is just, it's a greasy thing to do. And, and yeah. uh, we yeah. were joking on the podcast and some of the other guys, they're like, man, if, if someone was walking across the country in, in support of genocide, I would at least be like, well, I respect the effort. <laughs> at least acknowledge, you know, how far yeah. someone's willing to go. And they, you know, they won't even acknowledge that you exist at this point, which is, well, I guess they've done that, but not what you're doing. Or... Oh, yeah, they, they know I exist. I'm it's, sure it's, they do. And I'm sure it's there's one more. of those things, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, how do you put it? Uh, yeah. It's the elephant in the room. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we, we kind of share this to a degree is that, um, um, I don't know if you're aware of, you know, the meme country of Diagalon seems to be the, which I invented once when I was stoned, um, is, is apparently one of the primary causes for the emergency measures act. And we were laughing about, I, I still yeah. laugh about it that I'm like somebody in really high levels of power are talking about this. Like it's a, something to worry about. And, and now I was, yourself, I guarantee at the highest parts of the DND, they're like, what are we, what are we doing about this? How do we handle this? <laughs> it's funny when you can just do something so simple. It's just me on my own like you're doing and it just the ripple effect goes all the way to the top it's it's to it's say that i have used yeah well <clears throat> to say that i have used the word astonish and uh you know astonishing and uh, you know to say that you've you overused those words in the last two years yeah. would be an understatement but yeah this yeah. The, the reaction there you go. Yeah, our government is. Uh, <laughs> we no no problem at all putting together, uh, you know, a board of inquiry at short notice on uh, something that doesn't exist, yeah. as opposed to you know the impact that something has had on all our lives let's not do an inquiry on that right now let's not find and then that's something else i've been talking about like why there's all of these people aren't so upset and, and protesting all like you've done something wrong somewhere you know is in, in a leadership position where people are vir virtually revolting um your first move should be well what's the problem not destroy them <laughs> i mean that's not really generally a sign of you know benevolent yeah. leadership that cares about yeah. you and your welfare your its initial reaction is crush these people rather than even bother to talk to them or acknowledge what their grievances are or anything like that i got a couple of uh, uh yeah. 
couple of messages here for you. Uh, we got this one, this one guy. I'm going to say he's 613. It sounds like Ontario. His name is 613 Bigot. <laughs> he says, you're an inspiration to a young man like myself. Whenever I'm doing anything difficult or I'm ready to quit, I tell myself, James Top is still marching. And I give it my all. I look forward to shaking your hand when you arrive in Ottawa. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I've been saying that well, for thank you, my friend. Yeah, I've been saying that for a while. It's that was kind of the like I, I the first time we spoke, I was like I was out doing pull-ups and stuff in the basement and I was like, I don't want to be doing this right now, but I was I was gonna talk to you in half an hour. It's like I'm not in the mood to do ten pull-ups. This man's marching across the country, he's doing it right now. I can do I can do some pull-ups for half an hour. <laughs> so I just wow. I, I just effectively shame myself into doing something because you know what you're doing is absolutely insane. Uh, Harris, uh, another friend of mine um, in PEI. Have yeah, you guys yeah. talked to him? Not sure. He says, uh, thank you for acknowledging this amazing human exists. How can you not? How can you not? Oh, did we lose him? We may have. James, you still hear me? Nope. They're in the black hole. Back here. No, they're still connected. But uh, I don't hear much of anything. I'll see you. Give it a minute and see if they come back. Uh, he's in the black hole of uh, the Dryden, Ontario area. There's very report signal up there. Oh, I still hear him. James, you still there? There you go. I can see you again. Old Canada. Okay. I'm still here, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I didn't get that. I didn't hear that last message. I got cut off. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's not a huge bro. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, yeah, I'm just going to resize these windows here. It's all, I, There's always an issue with, like, uh, the internet, you know, no matter what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like it's an infamous, uh, nothing ever goes smoothly. I don't know why, but this time. Well, uh, I got to I gotta say, um, you know, we're on the, out, yeah, we're on the outskirts of civilization here as well. So. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, look at the view. It is beautiful in that area. What's the uh, the best part that you've liked so far, um, terrain wise? Oh, uh, the, well, BC uh, kind of had it. Uh, um, it was really it was was good. I mean, I've always kind of been partial to the mountains. They are beautiful. Yeah. This is uh, land of the lakes here. The, the prairies are, are something special as well. Yeah. But it's nice to get back into some uh, some terrain. <laughs> yeah, that must be. It would be kind of hard in the head, I think, to be just marching that long over just nothingness like that. Like, at any point in your head, were you like, I feel like the Germans in Operation Barbarossa or something, just marching oh, across every, Russia endlessly every forever. Every single day. Every <laughs> single day. Man. I was like, I was like, there was a couple of times while <clears throat> Christian, he's got the camera right now. But we came into uh, onset of winter, part two in uh, Saskatchewan and uh, kind of eastern Alberta there, and we. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, Canada's, Canada's I can't describe famous for that. It. it was just whiteness and uh, this kind of two vague-looking gray lines in the horizon, and I was like, I turned to him. I'll never forget this because I said, "This is." If this is what purgatory, we must, we might well be in purgatory. There's just no time. There's no space. There's nothing. It's just, just the endless void. Wow. And you conquered it. That's crazy. Just, just mentally. And, and like, 
I can't imagine. And crystallized eyes blowing right into your face yeah. like it was. And and I the challenge like, with, with that too. I mean, I'm sure other people can yeah. like. Uh, it, it's different when you talk to other infantry guys. It's funny that you just can say certain things and you'll just laugh because you know how horrible it is without anyone explaining it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just the idea that like when you're in in like so where you're at now or any kind of regular you know terrain, you can pretend and lie to yourself that you're almost there. You know what I mean? Like around this yeah, corner, yeah. over this, you know, we're almost there. Not in the prairies, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You open your eyes and it's just this over the head, you will never yeah. get anywhere. It's like it's, a bad dream where you just... Keep going. It's just... Yeah. Two, two more horizons. <laughs> just walk off the face of the earth several times and you'll get there. Yeah. My goodness, yeah, I can't was, imagine. Uh, yeah. And I've heard you're, you've got, you're up two uh, foot, foot sizes now. I've never even heard of this happening. My foot stories compare oh, pale in comparison. I've got a couple of nasty ones. Well, this, I, I I like to compare it to the Grinch who stole Christmas. So <laughs> I think I might have told you that last time. Uh, <laughs> I stopped hating my I stopped hating myself, and my heart grew three sizes, and so did my feet. Yeah, that's <laughs> a side effect. It's just going to get you there faster. You're evolving, yeah. sir. That's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Cyberdyne had your feet replaced with the new T two thousand implants. Yeah, yeah. What, a, what an insane, uh, I mean, the worst I ever had to do was cut off a toenail, but I mean, that was, you know, there's always, there's always that, every infantry guy I know has a horrible foot story. Like, there's something ho- that went horribly wrong at some stage in his career, yeah. something happened, right? It's funny. And uh, yeah, I had to cut off a toenail. Oh, yeah. It's one of those. Um, well, the feet. Yeah. My my feet are the real heroes in all of this. I that's, say. and that's the most important. They've been through a lot, but, you know, they're coming around. It's the most important thing to take care of. And I, you went through three pairs of shoes, I've heard now. Oh, more than that, yeah. How do, you not have five, a, but... how do you not have a shoe sponsorship at this point? This is outrageous. Well, well I, I would welcome it, but uh, they don't want to hear what I have to say. Uh, yeah, anyone like, that's uh, just out there, if you're listening, I'm just saying, being the shoe, you know, being the sponsored, you know, um, uh, you know, what are the what are the ones that most guys wear the hiking shoes? Whatever it is, right? You could be the company that carried James Toff to Ottawa. You could be doing commercials for you. You'd be you'd, no, but no, no. There's probably no money in it there for you at all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Somebody's got to pay attention one of these minutes. No, nothing happening here. Yeah. Don't look at that. Don't yeah. don't acknowledge it. And this um and this just kind of proves proves like, uh, something out of quantum physics. <laughs> and this just kind of proves the point to a bit where it was like. It's confirming what a lot of us um, felt as you know, veterans, especially that uh, you know we're not appreciated uh, really in the ways like that. Um, you know, a lot of guys feel as though you know their their opinion, like they don't even get a right to an opinion. It doesn't matter. Um, there's an there's a sense, especially from the state and the, and the government, that it's like, what have you done for me lately? Kind of a feeling. And then once you're all used up, they just kind of throw you away, and yeah. and that's that. And and nothing speaks more to that than. You know, they got the, the Veterans for Freedom group, which is, you know, great in, in, in what you're doing. And all of those years combined sacrifices and, you know, battle wounds and everything else. Put all, What does that all of that add up to with all of those guys? And they can't even be given the time of day to have an interview or ask, you know, what their grievances are. If you can't, if they don't have valid opinions or, or something that's worth listening to in the name of, you know, where the country's going and the opinion of, you know, all these guys that have like fought, literally fought wars for it, then what are we, what's going on? Yeah, we're just, we're getting lip service at this point. Yeah. So just to uh, 
just to let you guys know, or everybody know who's watching. So we do have a pretty strong partnership uh, going with uh, Veterans for Freedom. And they're the ones that are spearheading, you know, organizing events in Ottawa for us. And I, mm -hmm. I, I suspect, you know, it's my, my intent anyway, once, uh, you know, as long as I get the approval of the directing committee at Vets uh, for Freedom, you know, I, I just want to amalgamate, you know, this kind of my little organization with theirs so that we can really become a, you know, really robust organization. I, I think that's, and, uh, that will probably happen. It's crazy that you're physically like merging them. Like we'll be there in Ottawa and you'll just bring everyone with you and then we'll just be in the same place and be like that there, done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah form up <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's the fastest well, there you go. yeah that's the fastest posting i've ever well maybe not for you but uh for the rest of us we don't have nearly as far to go on foot but yeah that uh they're great but, um, um I, I was at their first yeah, uh, because no go ahead it's like sending messages to the moon that's where he is in northwest ontario it's it's crazy out there it's uh don't get don't break yeah. down or yeah. you'll you may die. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no cell towers. <laughs> there's so like lack of service. There's that, that's the funny thing too. Driving through that area, I've never seen so many abandoned ho motels in my life. There's just creepy like abandoned murder hotels every all over the place. Like you know the motels off the side of the highway. I don't know how many there is, but well, the state <laughs> of the economy has not been good for northern. Northern Ontario. I, there. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of traveling through there, I don't think. Especially, you know, how gas prices are. That's the real reason. So everyone wants to know, like, why did he choose to rock all the way to Ottawa? It's because you used your power of wisdom and foresight and go, well, it's going to be way cheaper than driving. Gas is going to be $2 a liter here in a couple of months, so I'm just going to march there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. But, I mean, there's. Uh, it, it's been a journey, and uh, I really, you know, I have to say, despite the physical hardship and everything. And sometimes, you know, the stress of, uh, you know, I was kind of concerned getting across the ferries yeah. about my timings and whether I was going to make my target date, but <clears throat> I have a pretty good feeling about it now. And, I, uh, I, have to say after. I think so. I, I spoke to another guy. Um, uh, he was a, a soft operator, uh, an assaulter actually. And was like, uh, he wants to, he wants to be there in the end of, um, the end of June, you know, maybe for Canada day or something, but he's not sure if he's going to make his other commitments. And he said, I wish this fucking guy would slow down. <laughs> he's going too fast. I gotta, I gotta, I want to be there. Just slow down a little bit. I'm like, I don't think he'll go faster or anything. Yeah. He seems to be picking up speed of anything. Um, I can't imagine how, I mean, just the mental challenge of it alone, let alone the, the, the which is probably much more difficult. You know, I said last night, I was like, he probably doesn't want to be doing this. Like, who's who looks who looks forward to that? Like, oh, you know what? I want to do this winter, spring and summer is march across the country in all weather conditions and destroy my feet, you know, essentially for, you know. Yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do that. Um, it's it's intense. And I can't tell you how inspiring oh. and, and crazy it is. In a, like in I a, said, um it, it, it there's the, that aspect of it is definitely there but the other thing is that you know the folks i've met along the way and the yeah. encouragement and the support you know it's like pretty amazing to witness i had been thinking about it and i'm hoping you know i'm not going to jinx myself when i say this but you know at this point about 
it's probably gonna it might change a little bit here in this area but crossing the prairies about a minimum of four times a day somebody would pull over and jump out and say thank you for doing this wow. oh you know you're inspiring and 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 just you know congratulate me and the team and thank you know god you know offering a donation or you know put us up for the night like it's just at this point after 82 days i can say hundreds of people now i have encountered yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis who have done that and the amount of people so guess how many people have pulled over to say uh you know with a cogent and, and coherent uh, argument hmm. uh you know please stop what you're doing uh, so I, guess how many i'm gonna guess two how about zero? Okay. Zero. Yeah, that so, makes more sense. I nobody, was too, nobody. I was being too generous. I thought some of them might have the balls, but I guess not. I guess not. And and, the, and, and, and that's like that's with the limited media exposure that you guys have gotten. I mean, outside of alternative, you know, media and podcasters and stuff like that, like there's and yourselves advertising it. Like there's no, you know, if, if this was received the coverage that it deserves, it had national media attention. It wouldn't be hundreds of people that would stop. It would be tens of thousands. I mean, look at the uh, look at the convoy demonstrations. They tried to pretend like. To be there on the ground and to drive there and see everybody in support of it on the way versus what they're saying, you know, the, the pretend reality they're trying to carve out on TV is uh, it's it's jarring. It's so much the opposite of what's actually happening that it's it's bizarre right. to live in. So how do you feel about that? Like what? Because, what, you know, what's it like to. It's like, you you know, this is a bit like this is a crazy this is a big deal. And they're just straight pretending like you don't exist. Well, I don't, I, I, I expected it. I honestly, mm. I didn't expect to get much attention. And, uh, it's another one. And it, it, to be honest, I was expecting a lot of negative attention. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it's, I have to say too, that, you know, I spend all day doing this yeah. and I haven't really watched te television or been immersed in, uh, in the media info stream really in any way that's probably uh, good it's probably a good thing for and it's health. great <laughs> it's it's amazing yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it is pretty incredible it's like, pretty what's, what's and, really crazy is that you're doing two things at once like you're doing what i do but you're also marching across the country at the same time so i feel even more pathetic now i just sit here and talk all day and you well, do that while <laughs> conquering the nation with a rucksack on this is, way to make me look bad this Thanks. Is just uh, well, I mean, I only do this for having that uh, disconnect yeah. from the from the screen. Uh, I have to say, yeah. you know, my reaction is that they can say whatever they want because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't pay attention to it, it doesn't affect you. Exactly. That's just the easiest way to do it. I mean, people do it all the time. You see them taking breaks from. I'm leaving Facebook because. You know, or I'm deactivating my kids. Like, yeah, man, it's very toxic. Like, it's normal. You should take a break for a while or, or you know, limit it at all or something. It's not easy on the head for sure. And, I mean, I, you know, we all, people that are, they love to attack us. You know what I mean? I put up with shit like crazy, and I'm sure there's, you know, that kind of thing. And it can kind of throw your whole day off sometimes when you when you get just yeah, yeah, nasty I, shit. So it's better to just yeah. not even engage. But. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So you're coming up towards yeah. Dryden. I saw you were out in the rain, uh, you know, all day. How does this compare to like, I don't want to say your worst day, but I, I guess, I guess, 
I guess nobody's trying to kill you, so I mean, it's not that bad. I was trying to. I was thinking of, of the question as I was ta- as I was speaking. <laughs> I was just. Uh, how difficult is this um, compared to like whatever the re- you know your what would you comparatively in your career is there anything that even oh yeah it's just like it's just like managing a platoon or a section mm. like so basically there's ten of us on the ground right now and then there's uh, and then I got you know an online division. Mm. And uh, it's it's like everything that I've done in the military prepared me for this in a way. So thank you yeah. for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got a two IC. I I got an opso. Perfect. Oof, uh, you know, he 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 triple and quadruple hats as a camera operator and finance operator and uh, everything. He's the CQ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And then you know I got uh, morale officer and uh, flag bearer. <laughs> You know, so um, you're you're on the then, longest. You know, with the guys, it's, just, it's just the longest Navex ever. <laughs> what it, kind it's, of? It's, it's, uh, oh yeah, it's actual photographer right there. Yeah. Documents <laughs> the journey, so. What kind of qualification badge do you get for this? Like, what does that look like? Because this is yeah. <laughs> something to pin to a uniform you somewhere. Get, you get it, yeah. You get for your CFs. You get a little sleeve thing with yeah. uh, two. Worn up boots on it. It's just a bloody destroyed foot. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. I could see this yeah. uh, being like an annual thing for some people. Um, you know, once this is over, like I wouldn't be next year. There may be people that want to recreate this or try it. You know, like as a challenge, and they'll try and beat your time. Do you think about stuff like that? Oh, <laughs> like yeah, I'm gonna go. Well. I gotta make the best possible time because someday somebody else is gonna try and do this too, and they're gonna try to beat my record. <laughs> just the competitive. Uh, yeah. You know. I want to make yeah, the best time I, I have I have divided my thought patterns up, you know, typically because you know I've been severely institutionalized, because <laughs> yeah. everything is. I don't know what that's like. Everything is in a. So you know, I'm, I'm my my thought patterns are divided up into near, middle, and far ground. So, mm-hmm. in the near ground, um, all I all I care about in the near ground is getting some lunch. Yeah. You know, far ground is putting my head down. Or sorry, middle ground is putting my head down tonight. Yeah. And then far ground is uh, what we're going to do in uh, in Ottawa and beyond. Yeah. So as you know, you kind of break everything up like that. It gets more indistinct the further out you look, right? Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like it's it's funny that you mentioned that because i was kind of thinking about you know how about 40k out of ottawa you know we'll make that an annual thing for veterans yeah 40k yeah. marching to the war memorial yeah it's it's something that um a lot of guys have t- i mean we're talking about it like how you know, what this is going to look like or feel like or you know and and um i've mentioned this to to several people this is how this is just my opinion this is what i think you know how how it should go but um, you know, a bunch of the guys will be there and, and march into the city with you. But then, you know, for the last few hundred meters, um, whatever it is, you know, pick an you know, arbitrary 200 meters, three, 400 meters. I would like to see everyone just line the streets and just be absolutely silent as you conquer that last few hundred meters on your own. Um, because that's got to be what you think about all the time. Just the last, the final, you know, climbing to the top of the mountain. I wouldn't want to see anybody, you know, I mean, this is your achievement. This is your accomplishment. You deserve all of the, you know, 
I, you know, guys get emotional thinking about it. Just to stand there and watch you complete this would be absolutely insane. I, I won't miss that for anything. Um, that's how I, th you know, maybe I'll have a pipe band, you know, <laughs> and then yeah, just I, absolute I, yeah. silence. The last, the last little bit would be, would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of like, uh, um, all I can think of when I put my, uh, I have a limited imagination. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I can supplement that. Yeah. I've got a crazy one. <laughs> um, anyway, all I can think of is just, you know, getting to, the, the pocket pomp and circumstance, and I have to tell you, my, the most thing that I disliked about the army was drill and parades. Yeah. Right? Like, never. <laughs> you're definitely so, a Patricia you know, then. Thinking, okay. Yeah. If you're thinking about, you know, some kind of, I don't know. Parade. If it's, nah. if it's remotely parade oriented, just forget about it. Okay. <laughs> no, I would like to just see everybody kind of just three ranks. be there and just witness it. Three ranks, be... maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like getting everybody in formation because you, then you, you know, that, that I can deal with. Yeah. Yeah. But anything else, like, you know, if it involves a pace stick, then forget it. <laughs> a lot of RCR guys are very insulted all of a sudden. They're just like, oh, how dare you say they're clutching their pace sticks at home right now. <laughs> I, I get it. I Those get dirty it. Patricias, uh, how dare they? Sort our royal traditions. You know, they're very proud of that stuff in the RCR. It's funny. It's funny the discrepancies between certain units. All the guys I know from the Patricias are like that. They're kind of like, I don't care for any of that shit. You know, and then, but it's like a point of pride for a lot of the other, the guys OD. So it's just funny how, and then the French are just, you know, they're I, who knows what they're up to because they don't, they refuse to speak English and they're always doing secret stuff. So, but uh, I don't know what the Van Dues, they're a little weird. <laughs> Ah, they're all our brothers, man. I, like, I, I, we work together all the time, and yeah. uh, you know, we all got a little idiosyncrasies. You know, I remember I was—I almost said it. I almost said it. I was RCR for a few years, right? So. Yeah. Well, too bad. Now you can't get rid of us. Now you've got dual citizenship, so we're gonna lay claim oh, to it's, this. It's, it's all good. Yeah. I was some, proud to serve with them. You're gonna have somebody slip a regimental cipher or something on your bag be, without you noticing on them before you get into town. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll jump up beside you with the RCR flag, like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all of Trishes will be mad. No, how dare you? Well, beat you to it. Oh, that's funny. Oh man, yeah, and we're we're looking forward to being there. The, the Vets for Freedom guys are, are really everybody's really excited and pumped about this. And uh, I think you're quite famous at this point in the ranks uh, in the military. They're, we're hearing from people like uh, I talked to one of the guys the other day, spinning, and uh, they were saying like, yeah, the uh, like the OCs are talking about it in their own O groups. And it's like if the major knows what's going on, then everybody in the ranks is talking about it. Something like this comes usually comes from the bottom up. Yeah, I that that's the one thing I try you know to get too wrapped around the actual about this. Uh, this is um, something that has to be done. You know what I mean? Yep. The troops gotta the troops gotta know that uh, you know they're human beings. They have rights. That's right. They uh, they deserve to be listened to. And uh, you know this is what it's about. Yeah. And I, I think you're inspiring a lot of guys. I, I, you're definitely having an effect for sure. And I think you're, you're accomplishing exactly what you set out to do, which was, which was that. And um, I mean, me personally, I mean, I'm blown away by this and I'm not even in anymore. I can't imagine, uh, you know, seeing this is really, 
I mean, how do you, you know, we talked about this last night a little bit with some people that, um, you know, kind of in, in the, in the warrior culture, especially a lot of the people that you respect most are the ones that have sacrificed the most, you know, um, those are the ones that kind of hold the highest esteem because those are the ones that have given, and you know, who can say, you know, um, you know, these, you know, kind of bureaucrat type officers and stuff can say, you know, whatever they want, but did you throw on a rucksack and march across the country on my behalf? You know, like it creates a, it's a very difficult uh, legend really to, to, to tackle. And it's, uh, it's, it's incredibly inspiring to myself and a lot of, all of my friends and all the V for F guys are just, we just, uh, <laughs> I go on the website every, almost pretty much every day and go, where's he at now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's insane. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, in a way, you know, that was, that's what this is about. This is a demonstration of, uh, of what you can do. You got, you know, you put your mind to it and you focus on what you think you can accomplish. Right. Um, I got another, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say about it except that there's lots of, uh, you know, back in the day, yeah, I, I got to, uh, you know, I work with officers who uh, they talk the talk and they walk the walk. So they're out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, they are. Oh, yes. I've, I know some, I've known some, uh, some pretty intense guys for sure. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just, it's, it's, you're, you've become a legend. I don't think anything is in, in multiple military circles at this point. This is, um, uh, it, it's, it's historic to watch and we're all very much looking forward to, um, seeing you when you get there i got a message from another guy nyc bit uh 212 says i heard a rumor that the final round of vetting for v4f is that one of top's crew shows a picture of you to top and he nods yes or no is this true <laughs> he just yes james will just inspect you visually for three or four seconds and he'll know immediately if you're no yes no <laughs> <laughs> that's how we, he sits on a throne of bones and we march them up a mountain and we just, just no. yes no not worthy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> listen if you're a vet and you wore the cop badge and whatever you did you're all right yeah and we're they're taking everybody from all in and um, I was told to even um, foreign service, like American guys, Australian, uh, British, whatever. If you're in the country, oh, hell yes. send it and you want to get involved, send in an application, veteransforfreedom.ca. Uh, fill that out and, yeah. and someone will get back to you. Um, there's there's more applications than they have time to process now. They're over a thousand uh, already in a month with very limited you know time and exposure. So yeah, I'm doing everything I can to try and get it out, as mentioned yeah. as much as possible. And it's uh, there's a lot of interest in this. A lot, and um, that thousand, I think, hey, soldiers, easy... soldiers are soldiers. It doesn't matter what flag you're under. Yeah, you're a troop. You're a troop. They're they're all looking forward to. Uh, they're, they're all interested. There's a lot of people interested, and I I heard a um, a, a, I don't want to say it's probably more than a rumor, but between uh, April 2021 and and this past one twenty two, the CF is uh, letting go ten thousand personnel, which huh? is. I mean, I can tell them how they can get 10,000 back. <laughs> how would they do that? <laughs> oh, look, uh, listen, like I said, I don't, I'm not even getting any press coverage. Mm. And uh, again, I get, I'm, I've, you know, hundreds of people have stopped giving me support since I started this. So mm. 
uh, hey, look, don't throw me out. And uh, I'll I'll recruit some dudes for you. Like I, I <laughs> and, and and do that. You you have a, you have a, a sing, you can single handedly solve the attrition problem of the Canadian for like that's a that's what's in the rucksack. I understand that's quite the powerful uh, stick you're wielding. Let me stay, and I will make it stop. I'll make the bleeding stop. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, and and that's. Especially with the environment we're going into, um, the government's uh, rhetoric towards you know, the Russians and everything is, is really, you know, we're sending them weapons and uh, guns and, and money and all of this stuff. We were all but participating in the war against the Russian Federation. And at this time, you want to let uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people go. Um, it, it's the same, you know, it's almost self-destructive. It, it's almost, it feels like at time you have to feel like, is this intentional? Like, are they intentionally this stupid? Um like during, you know, over the previous year or so, they were firing healthcare staff for their vaccination okay. status. It's like, well, yeah. you're in the middle of a situation with your healthcare and you're firing your critical people. Now you want to go into a war and fire a fifth of your military. Right. Well, allow me, if I may. Sure. To, uh, to draw an analogy. So any bureaucracy is, uh, is filled with, with, Thinking people, right? And these people, I'm going to say these people, I mean us, okay? <laughs> we are, we, so I don't know how much of that you caught, but. It, it broke up there. It said uh, thinking people, and then it, yeah. uh, I was like, well, we hope, yeah, we so hope there's, there's thinking there's people. Thinking well, they are. They're, we're all human beings. We all have thoughts and dreams and hopes and fears and everything. And we're, we have to acknowledge that. And, uh, but when you smash them together into a bureaucracy, uh, collectively, it's capable, as a collective mind, of suffering and sadness. It, it, that's a fact. Despite mm -hmm. the fact that individual minds uh, compose the entity, the entity itself that is composed of all these individual minds can suffer a mental breakdown. And I think that's what's happening here. Hmm. You think it's like a collective state of kind of uh, a mental breakdown, like systemically? Oh, we lost him again. Or did uh, we? Uh, essentially, yeah. Yeah, hmm. I, I do. I, I yeah, and that's yeah. That's something I think else. it's a collective uh, mental breakdown. That, that's something I think is fun because there's always you know the conspiracy theory, you know these kinds of things, and there's definitely a, an element to that. I I don't disagree with that at all. There's definitely people that are have a vested interest in in seeing this country go the way that it is, but the majority of these people I think are honestly just confused and don't know what they're doing, and they're um, afraid and under pressure, and they're just making bad decisions, and it's just kind of group thing. And, and, and you, we've both seen it in the military happen. And, and what's it all held together by? It's held together. It's not held together by any kind of spirit of, of uh, you know, unit pride or, or mm. national pride anymore. It's held together by fear. Exactly. Which just adds to the, the, you know, the folks don't want to speak up because they're afraid. They want. They're afraid of, mm -hmm. you know, they're afraid of getting sick. They're afraid of losing their job. They're afraid of getting ostracized. They're afraid of getting yeah. a bad PER, right? Or getting charged. Yeah. And I had this thought the other day 
or a little while ago that like almost it's almost like because people a lot of people lament especially the women these days they're like where did all the men go everyone's gotten uh soft and weak and you know it's a weak generation of people and this kind of thing and it's almost as though <clears throat> like strength itself being sucked out of a people in a society is so badly detrimental to it that it'll destroy you and now you've got entire generations of people in, in positions of power who are who should be the the strongest to have the the moral courage and and strength to say no this is incorrect we're not going to do this if we had those people we wouldn't have made it this far but they're just too afraid to do their i mean you've got all these like the premiers for example um do their you know whatever decisions they take and i i wouldn't be surprised if someone's like well who's he he said that they're doing this over there okay we, we better do the it's like a group you know a group think um fear response exactly. or something and there's just nobody exactly. to no nope. uh, yeah the group the group mind and then you have that um thrown in into the mix okay it's uh these overlapping policies and procedures that kind of hem you in mm -hmm. um, cognitively. So you can't even <laughs> thinking outside the box. What? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. It's right? like a you, you train. must be in the box. Yeah. You must be in the box. Yeah, otherwise, it, you, you're not going to get your. Yeah. You're not going to get that PR point in a way, you know, in some yeah, cases. So. It, it's crazy how just different people just I mean, think differently, and it doesn't occur to them to that that's even. Something I don't want to date do. myself. I don't want to date myself, <laughs> and I don't really like referring to pop culture a lot. But uh, there was a little movie, and it meant a lot to me. And that movie was RoboCop Two. <laughs> it wasn't Terminator Two. Damn it! All right. well, I'll allow it. Well, okay, yeah. okay. I you know. The reason why is because RoboCop, uh, he suffered a calamity at the beginning of the movie, was put back together by a corporation and was unable to function due to uh, conflicting and uh, diametrically opposed programming that was installed in him. In order right. for him to sort himself out, he went to a power station and short-circuited his own brain, thereby <laughs> resetting himself. Wow. So that is uh, why it has personal meaning. <laughs> interesting huh that's a crazy analogy i never thought even though that. it wasn't the greatest movie but i mean come on yeah it's interesting when you're that conf it's like well we'll just reset to default and go from there yeah so there you go uh we can save ourselves we should get need to get every citizen in the country to sit out and watch robocop 2 <laughs> <laughs> the secrets of feeling a nation. Yeah, it was Robocop the whole time. All we need is We'll start a new campaign, and we'll say yeah. we have the secret. Yeah, and then you go from, and if they don't like that. But like, well, I don't know. Listen, if you don't do, if you don't do Robocop two, you're gonna get Terminator two, and that's way worse. Play the first ten minutes of that. Is that what you want? You want robots yeah. stepping on heads? No, I don't either. Yeah. This has to be reset now before we go off a dark, dark path to. Um, some kind of sci-fi dystopia where we'll there's robots. Get a bus. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a bus. We'll, we'll put a little screen in there. <laughs> Drive around. If you want to know the secret. Yeah. Showing everybody we'll RoboCop just, yeah. too. 
Are you saying I have to go electrocute myself? Maybe, yeah, you might have to. We'll have a charging station. We'll just be like, yeah, come here. We'll just shock you back to. It's just a little tingle. It's this is a strange medical procedure. Yeah, we've cured it. We just got to electrocute you. We've got a battery. We've got a truck battery hooked up out back. And uh, well, that guy used to be a medic, you know, 25 years ago in Cyprus, right? Was that where it was? I don't know. He's an old guy, but he'll take care of you. It's fine. <laughs> Didn't get that. Oh, we lost the connection there again. Tin foil. Yeah, I lost you there for a second. The connection. Can you still hear me? I'll wait till that catches up. Poop up platter. Thanks for that. Uh, Greg Knight, thank you very much. And uh, BC Big as well. BC is an is amazing country. That's for sure. I got to get out there and visit it soon. James, you still there? I can hear him. I can hear him walking. Maybe you can't hear me. This is the internet. Hello. Oh. There we go. Went through a dead spot. It could have been Skynet. Those rocks. I hate driving through that part of Ontario. Oh, so just, I don't know. Probably be easier. The first time wasn't so bad, but the later on it got. James, you still hear me? Come back a little bit. I can still hear him. Um, we'll wait till the chat uh, <laughs> catches up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim Freedom says he got short circuited by Telco. That could be. Maybe they short circuited him. Bandwidth is low. No kidding. Um, yeah, if anybody has any questions, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get it back here in a moment. Entrypiestream.live slash Raging Distant. You can go there and, and send a message if you'd like. Um, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you got me? Are we back? Yeah, you went through the uh, one of the Ontario's many uh, tr <laughs> communication triangles of death. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting, too. I don't know how, because um, there's a part there. I, I think you're going south, obviously, through that. Uh, I can't remember the name of the highway, but the one that skirts the uh, the lakes there. Are you taking that way? Yeah. Or are you going the other yeah, way through 17. Timmins? Okay. Yeah. And you'll be, you'll be no, there just no. in time for the bugs, which is going to be interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> character building. It's character building. Yeah, you have, to battle, you have to battle the government's army of insects they're going to send after you now, too. The weather machine <laughs> didn't work. So that's the, there's multiple machines that they use to turn on. The weather machine is one of them to try and break morale. That one didn't work. So now they're going to send the bugs. We'll see if that works. I got a message here from um, Buy Seeds. Thank you very much. Says, thank you, James, for heeding the call in your heart to do something truly incredible for our country and future generations. Millions of Canadians are rooting for you. Slash salute to you and your entire team for making this historic march happen. You bring hope to all who stand for freedom, lest we forget our beloved veterans and all they did and still do. Thank you for that, Mr. or Mrs. Seeds. Let's see if you can hear me. You still there? Another one. We're in a dead spot. <laughs> I heard that last one. Oh, you Thank did? Thank you very much. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah, the yeah. connection's pretty spotty. Let's see what's going on. 
<laughs> the ferryman's toll says, how much character can one man build? That's a good question. Sky's the limit. Oh, we're going silent there again. James is now, uh, let's see where he's at. I'll check his GPS. Where are we going here? We'll just go on the website and see. Uh, see if it's, it catches up on it. Live ground tracker. Where? So this is where you'll know to not go if you want good cell uh, service or anything like that. And there you go. Pass Kenora on the way to, is this correct? 458. Oh, it hasn't updated. Or has it? It's from last evening. Somewhere on the road here. Yeah, maybe it hasn't even updated his GPS because the signal's so bad. There's not even GPS service where he is. My is that God. Oh, you still there? <laughs> the world. We're about K out of Kenora. Oh, you're back. I don't know if you could hear me the entire time or not. I could, you're just coming in and out uh, very briefly. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, it's coming in and out. Yeah. But I can still hear you. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out exactly where you're at. The website hasn't updated uh, since last night, it looks like. But, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, huh. quick. Where is Kenora here? Ooh, you're a little ways out from Kenora. Yeah. 40 kilometers or so, yeah, maybe? It should be about 30. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. Okay. So my 30 map, 40K. My map recce skills are not that badly deteriorated yet. <laughs> so again, oh, there we go. There you are. Okay. So there we go. You're right here. We can zoom right in. Oh, look at all those lakes. That's a lot of insects. Look at that. Nice. That's lovely, everyone. <laughs> look at all of that. Wet. Oh, well, check it out. We got a lake right here. Wet part of Ontario. Oh, I got to go back to the. Uh, let's see. You can see it here. Uh, there's hey, uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go say hi to those folks. Sure. Just tell them we're uh, live streaming. Okay, no problem. Okay. Got some people waiting for him up here. That what it, you know? He's he's the slow motion version of the convoy. All the people came out to see uh, the convoy trucks on the overpass, and now they're coming out to yeah. see him on foot. I imagine there's going to be a lot more as he gets closer. There's there's no way they can avoid this, especially as he gets into the. Uh, has to say North Bay Sudbury area. I think that's. I think that's. Yeah, I think. I think Sudbury. Yeah, Sudbury has the potential to be a big deal. Yeah, I think so. A lot of people are looking forward to that. That's the first real. A lot of people I've talked to are looking for, are going to be there. <clears throat> Whenever you show up, they're looking forward to it. So I think you'll get a big reception there. Hello. A crazy thing to witness. Yes, I am. Thank you. Hey, Hi. So happy to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Following you since Vancouver. Very good. Wow. Thank you. From Fort St. John, BC. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My sister used to live there. Hi. Hi how you doing? Ivan. Okay. Yeah. What's your name? Ivan. Ivan. Nice to meet you. Can I walk with you for a bit? Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna. We're gonna take a break, and then, uh, then we yeah for a while if you want to yeah. Five K or ten K? Sure. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Tell them about Robocop. It's going to take 10 minutes, and then uh, we can go. <laughs> they need to know about Robocop. we got to do this. outside of Kenora. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
So yeah, let's uh, let's take a break. I'll I'll give you a tour of my uh, traveling uh, support unit here. <laughs> nice traveling support unit. Army guys yeah, are fun. So here's. Most people call it an RV or a trailer or something. It's nope. It's a traveling support unit. <laughs> yeah, here's our Excellent. logistics. Uh, this is our CQ. Wow. I'll just sign out a pop here. What is that, Fanta? <laughs> it's an aha. An aha? I've never even heard such a thing. Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Yeah, Morgan well, will be really happy. Sparkling She's... water. I got hooked on it. Yeah, she's hooked on it. What's in that stuff? Oh. Yeah, we're going to take 10. All right, so this is uh, the entrance. It's protected by a high-tech security system. Is it you? Are you the high-tech security system? button right here. Yeah, it's you. You're the high-tech security (laughs) system. I knew it. (laughs) Okay, so welcome aboard. Beth, meet Jeremy. Hello. Dallas, hard at work. How you doing, man? There's a beard. This Look is, at that. Uh, da- uh, Jeremy's most impressed with your beard. <laughs> he says, thank you. Excellent. I got my uh, swag. There's some of my swag here. Oh, look at that. That's something that uh, a lot of the, the trucker guys and stuff said in Ottawa is that all the messages and things they would get, the most, the ones that meant the most to them were, were stuff from, from, you know, basically families and kids. Yeah, and that's the support. That's the support I've been getting. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, this was given to me by a lady in, back in BC. There's a little prayer book inside there. Wow. Look at that. And this was uh, Veterans Community of British Columbia. Um, um, for for this was issued to guys going to World War Two. Wow, really? Yeah. Jeez. He gave me that for the trip. It's pretty uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. So do you, do you actually allow yourself to sleep inside the uh, the RV or the or, or do you just uh, you know hooch out in the woods off to the side of the road? Because you don't want to soften yourself up too much. Oh, listen, um, <laughs> I'm soft. Okay, like this is we've been able to bed, to bed down pretty much in shelter every night because folks are you know offering up <clears throat> their homes and stuff to us wow. and church basements and town halls and um and to be honest, if I had to hooch it the entire time, I'd still be back in BC. Like I mean, yeah. Do, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, what I came to realize is how important this is to, to a lot of people and they want to be a part of it. And initially I had said, you know, this is, this is it. I'm just going to do this by myself. Yeah. And, um, to be honest, I don't, you know, I, I, I am confident in my ability to have done it by myself, but then it would have just been me. Right. And in order for me to have had the impact that I've had so far, I had to come to grips with the fact that I need to allow um, other people to be a part of this. Yeah. It's hard to accept help too. I think that's part of the culture as well. It's very difficult to, first of all, asking for help is almost forbidden. <laughs> you almost never can do that. And then accepting help, even when it's offered to you is uh, it, it's like you're instinctively supposed to not want to. 
um it is tough but uh yeah i mean there's there is a ton of people that are just blown away by this and everybody you know asking how they can help how they can is there any, anywhere they can uh, donate money to or anything to help pay for you guys like food and fuel bills or well we got we got um our website up we got our incorporation status we're working on getting uh like a business account and all this other stuff because i know it's it's touchy for people especially in this climate we're living in after the emergencies act, you know, you had all kinds of folks that are worried about getting their bank accounts frozen and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I can respect that. And um, so that's one of the reasons why I never started up like a GoFundMe or a, um, yeah. <clears throat> what's the other one anyway. Um, so like, I mean, if you're in the area and you want to directly donate, that's fine. And then we, we are trying to get these kind of little meet and greets going on between here and Ottawa. So we just had one in Kenora. And if it's in your in your uh, geographical area, you know, you could come on out and meet the team on we announce it. So maybe we'll have one in Dryden and then in all of the, you know, the kind of smaller to middle sized towns from here to um, to Ottawa. So, uh, excuse me. <sighs> Sparkling water. So <laughs> uh-huh. um, class act all around. Right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, that's one way they can do it. And, and like I said, there, you know, you can contact us on Canada marches. We've been able to do the e-transfer thing to a limited extent. And then we also got a merch store up and running. I would just ask for folks to give us a little patience on that because the mass producing t-shirts and stuff is up to like, I think there's one or two guys trying to handle that. So there's the different ways. And then, you know, it's just like these folks pulled up here. Like they want to, um, the ones that we ran into outside, like, I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere and, you know, they're past us. They want to march for a little bit and say hi. And, you know, that's the kind of encouragement that keeps us going too. So that's all the different ways. And uh, if you have uh, ideas or suggestions about, you know, uh, how we can have like a meet and greet in your town, if you're in, uh, Northern Ontario and between where we are in Ottawa, then get up a get a hold of us at the CanadaMarches.ca website. And it's one word, Canada Marches. You can um, send us an email uh, there, and we uh, are pretty getting a little bit more diligent on answering those emails and keeping track of them now. So that's uh, just a different way. Like if you want to offer support or or get a, if you're a part of an organization that is interested in having us. Um, you know, speak at uh, an event or something that you're putting on, then reach out to us because uh, we got some things to say with regards to everything that's happened uh, over the last two years and how it's affected us, how it's affected folks in the government, and also, you know, people that are money into along the way. It's, you know, like I'm talking to folks who have worked for WestJet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pilots. Yeah, uh, stewardess who uh, uh, you know they've been forced out. So it's the you know, folk can go there, leave their personal accounts. Like I mean, detail personal accounts is what we're going to Ottawa to do, is to have these conversations to lay out clearly, um, exactly <clears throat> the damage that's been done here. So. Yeah, this is what uh, this whole endeavor is, is about. This is about making our representatives in the House of Commons, the ones who are paid to to speak on our behalf, they need to do what they need to do to reestablish communication with, you know, through me, with with the folks uh, in this country who have been affected by all this. You know, regardless of what your opinion of the pandemic 
or vaccination statuses or passports and stuff like this, there's, a, there's millions of people who have lost their jobs. And we are worsening, uh, facing a worsening economy with uh, this, this simmering discontent under the surface. And I'm sure you're aware of it and sensing yeah. it. And uh, it needs to be addressed. Like, I mean, uh, this, is, this is what this is all about. This is what I've, what I've seen. This whole thing has um, <clears throat> evolved from a dissatisfaction with mandates and how you know, we want to talk about how it's affected us to just general discontent with the system as a whole. Yes. And um, it's, it's uh, you know, if you're, it, it's hard to get across to folks who are just getting their information from CBC or CTV. You know, it's uh, they, <clears throat> there's a lot of folks out there who don't actually realize that there's still a segment of our society who is unable to fly, who is unable to get on a train in this country. <clears throat> they don't understand it and they don't realize it because yeah. it's not reported. And it, and it hasn't affected them personally. Exactly. So um, this whole thing has turned into something much bigger and uh, uh, more involved than, you know, I had initially imagined. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, like I got all the, like I got guys like you with me. I got the guys at Vets for oh, Freedom yeah. with me. And uh, because, the, because I have this kind of uh, support, uh, you know, I'm okay with uh, going forward with this and talking about these issues to whoever chooses to lower themselves <laughs> to my level yeah. from uh, high offices, right? And that's <clears throat> kind of, I was talking about this just last night, like this isn't something that's just going to go away. Um, like you said, it, ne it needs to be addressed. And I've been kind of talking about this for a couple of years now, but it's gotten really to the point where it's like, people are not doing well this country anymore the, the murder rates at a record high the suicide rates at a record high you know child suicide attempt is over 400 percent increase over previous years like by any metric you can judge how things are going it's not good and and it's not getting better so people aren't going to they can't just ignore this you know ignoring it is making it worse and um <clears throat> i don't think any of us want to see um, how far this is going to go if they, they continue to do that. Like, I don't want to see this turn into a nightmare and, and that's what it's going to become. If they just continue to ignore the problem, it's like walking around with a, you know, a tumor or something. It's like, you need to deal with this or it's going to kill you. It's, it's going to take over your life and, um, you can't just ignore it and, and hope it goes away. Yeah. And, and the ironic thing is, is that, <clears throat> you know, while you're being investigated for insurrection <laughs> or, or something, <laughs> I don't know. They're this, just getting continues to be ignored. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you're the ones and you're the one. And well, you know, uh, so am I to an extent. We're the ones talking about restoring, you know, a functioning democracy um, because it is there. It works. You know, we're not looking at dismantling the country. We're looking at mm -hmm. making it run again. Yeah. And, and when they do things like, um, you know, it, they've done it to themselves. You know, I was listening to them talk the other night. I got to be careful. Like, I'm not allowed to say certain names in certain contexts of, as part of bail conditions for being, anyway. Um, you know, I was like, they're, they're talking about, uh, oh, this is wrong with the country and that. That's why we're doing this legislation or that. It's like, you know, it, you're the problem. Like, look in, look in the mirror. You, you people caused this. This didn't used to be how it was. Like, if you're going to do something as extreme as invoke the Emergencies Act, you'd better have an explanation. And they, and they refuse to give one. That doesn't create trust and, and make people think, uh, you know, that you're on the level. It's going to do exactly the opposite. You're going to make everything worse again. 
So sure. we're gonna uh, we're gonna fire it up again here. <laughs> was that ten minutes exactly? I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I mean, <laughs> those gifts. Wow. So well, uh, here we are, Percy Lake. Nice little spot. And we're on our way. Back on the road again. What kind of rucksack is that, by the way? Where did you go? Oh, we talked uh, about this last Mystery time. Ranch. Mystery Ranch. That's right. We caught that last time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No problem. Do you um do you yeah. get a lot of people that that show up and go you know I'm gonna I'm coming too and then they make it not nearly as far as they thought they would. <laughs> I I think there's some folks who are a little bit shocked. At, yeah. Uh, the pace. Yeah, the you're pace setting a decent yeah. decent pace. It looks like about a six kilometer an hour average. It's not that's not slow. I've heard you say time you're you're going longer than that seven eight ten sometimes and so you're just flat out uh, jogging I guess. Yes, please. Thanks. Yeah, um, when when we're doubling it up, it's going to be uh, and uh, just so uh, when we when I say that I mean running or, yeah. or like jogging. <laughs> You're essentially jogging with a heavy um, backpack. On. It's great for your knees and your back. It's going to do a great. It's going to uh, be. Awesome. It's going to feel awesome in the future. So if no one's tried that, I recommend it. Put yeah, a you know sixty five. Yeah. Yeah. 65, 70 pound bag on and just go run around. A it's, lot. it's not that, it's not that heavy. <laughs> it's, it's not that heavy, but, uh, it's, yeah, I eat a lot of calcium. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we get up to about nine, 10 K. We get up to about nine, 10 K where, if we're, uh, like, I, I, there's a, there comes a point in time when I'm doing this after about eight or nine hours, it also it almost becomes like a necessity to to change your pace and, and do a little mm. bit of running so you can engage some different muscle groups. Right. Because yeah. You're, that's, just, you're doing this eight, 10, 11 hours. That's a good point. When do you uh, like, do you have any fat left on your body at all? You must just be completely like the leanest oh, you've ever God. been. Yeah. <laughs> no. You must have no, to eat, no. I, I don't know, no, 10,000 calories eat, a day. I well, I eat a lot of chocolate bars. Okay, so there's plenty, <laughs> plenty of stored fat. <laughs> That's funny. I imagine people at home were like, "I bet he's just living on the healthiest food," and it's like, "I was mostly Mars bars." Uh, that's pretty much <laughs> got me there. Yeah. Peanut butter cups, well, you know. Snickers, Snickers, and coffee. It's excessive. <laughs> and a career saw... twenty eight <laughs> yeah. years of built up spite. Yeah. Yeah. One apple, one apple a week. That would sell. You should. Someone should sell that as a like a brochure. The James Top Diet Plan. It's like three chocolate bars a day, an apple, some coffee. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. Uh, head of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of nutritionists are like, no, but it's, you know, it, Hey, don't tell us how to do it. We've, have you marched across the country? Hey, it worked for him. So copious amounts of sh sugar is a superpower. I knew it after all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I eat really good. It's been, uh, like I said, with the help of the folks, uh, who are with me back in that, uh, uh, RV, 
and folks that we've met along the way, um, you know, it, it's, it's really like that's that is inspiring to me, right? The, the fact that you know, folks uh feel that strongly about what I'm doing, and they're oh, yeah, you know, reaching Very out much. to me like this. It's it's it really is, uh, I mean. To that point, I was, you know, in a really bad place uh, earlier this year, and then, you know, I decided, well, I'm going to do this thing. Um, <clears throat> what can I say? You know, I kind of reignited my faith in humanity and in any Canadians in general. I think a lot of people felt that way about the uh, the convoy demonstrations and stuff in uh, in That's Ottawa. Right, yeah. Well, that was one of the things that you know, fired me up too. So, yeah. And, but to see it yourself though, and, 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 you know, kind of receive that energy from people that are so, you know, it's not lip service. It's not like a cheap kind of, um, you know, pretend, uh, show of support. You can feel how, how genuine and sincere people are about it. And it's, it, you know, I, you know, Ottawa was a life-changing experience for me and this has definitely got to be for you. I can't imagine. Um, and, uh, what a, what a crazy ride. Um, what do you think about, um, and, and there has been a lot, I don't imagine. Like, the, really, I was going to say, you know, detractors or enemies are really, but it really they're they're just kind of insisting that you don't exist. Um, but that's, you know, what would you say to these people if you could get a message to them? What do you, what do you mean to our officials? And, and CBC officers? to, you know, the, the neo-communist mob that wants to pretend these kinds of things don't exist. Because in their minds, all of the Canadian forces, like we're just crazy people. And the overwhelming vast majority of the Canadian forces to the 99th percentile is all fully supportive of what the government's doing and, and everything. Oh, right. You know. What I would say to them, okay, is that you are missing out on the story. Um, with this, uh, to that, you know, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, like I said, since I started this thing, and the folks that have come around, are we still connected? Yeah, I still hear you. Okay, so the folks that have come around to, you know, like I said, every in every way, shape, or form, almost offer offer us support. The story and the people and and the and the and the, and the, and the, the country itself that they're missing out on. I mean, all they needed to do was just send a camera crew. No reporter, just send a camera crew to follow us around for a week or three days, and and the the things that they're going to see uh, would blow them away. You know, instead of just terrorizing folks on on TV with all of this, uh, you know, the endless uh, fear of Russia, of viruses, of, of God knows what, you know, climactic <laughs> disaster. Murder uh, you can, Well, <laughs> you know, you can just follow us along and you're going to see amazing scenery. You're going to see great people. You're going to be part of something that is, uh, you know, genuinely inspiring to the entirety of the Canadian uh, population. That's what I would say to them. What you're missing out on right now uh, would probably, I, I say that I probably, probably actually um, bring you some actual ratings. Yeah. <laughs> from, from people. 
Yeah, right. It's such a crazy. They're willing to sacrifice. Uh, like they're they're this committed to their their ideological push that they're willing to ignore everything. Like things like this that 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 show that should fly into their face, showing them that you're on the wrong path here. Yeah, and they're still they exactly. they still resist. Like you know, um, yeah, it's 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 wild to to see this play out in real time like the denial people it's like it's like dealing with a drug addict or something they know they just don't uh you know they're in denial or something it's like dude you need help and they're no everything's everything's fine i got a couple more messages here uh the boog blue taco says james no matter what the lamestream media does you'll never be forgotten for your amazing feat of strength and will a true canadian we stand with you 100 percent. buy seeds again says uh as a question actually he says what has been the best advice you've received to keep mentally strong in the face of adversity or backlash I, I love how you address that people have the right to disagree and would appreciate any tips on dealing with cruelty from those who may not fully understand the severity of this uh, sad situation in Canada. Um, I, I, the first question, I don't know how, how to answer that. Just like I have to say that has been my exposure to the people that we were both of us, okay, that we worked with throughout our careers. I was a young guy as a private up until, you know, really, uh, it's been a number of, of folks that I've met in all branches that have, you know, just probably, you know, layer by layer um, taught me and probably in ways didn't even recognize, you know, what, what it takes to, you know, just persevere and get the job done. And you know who I'm talking about. Uh, that once that we came across the training or the an operations oh damn it's uh breaking up again god damn i don't know uh how much you caught of that last piece but a little of 47 percent or so okay anyway i'll just um reiterate it was it was the folks that i think that i worked with in uh, all branches and all the you know the span of my career that kind of embedded in me this 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 kind of uh attitude right yeah did you get that part yep and uh to the second part like for dealing with cruelty or you know the comments and stuff um it's difficult for for somebody like me to just uh how do I put this? Um, let it, let it uh, to bounce off, right? I mean, there was there's times, like I said, I, I'll refer back to my early example. Where I got folks here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, not middle of nowhere, middle of Ontario. Um, they're here. They're 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 supporting me, and the folks who have had you know bad things to say are usually cruising past. Shouting something unintelligible out of an open window of a car <laughs> moving 100 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Um, that 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 kind of thing happens, and I have to say it stymies me um, because I can't understand why why what I'm doing is is bothering me that much. Yeah. Um, how do how do you deal with it? Well, it's reflecting on you know folks like this behind me who are here with me and they've felt uh, so strongly in what I'm doing here that uh, 
you know, they feel like marching for a little while. So I don't know. Do you think that answers the question? I, I think, I think in a way, yeah. And it's, um, well, I personally like to try, or I mean, it's challenging, right? Cause it's, you know, people can, uh, get under your skin and, and piss you off especially, but yeah. Yeah. There, but, but to a degree, it's like, as I, no, I kind of mentioned earlier, like the, it's the strength versus weakness thing. Like we've got kind of a, you know, weak society of people and they're very easily, they're, they're frightened and they're ignorant. It's really the problem. Um, and they kind of attack things that, that, um, maybe maybe make it work confuse them and frighten them even more um because in you know their world everything's fine and there's no problem and it's just a bunch of crazy people so every time they they get confronted with something like this that you know doesn't compute they only the only way they know how to respond is by you know attacking it and lashing out yeah um the thing is what i thought about this too um is uh, when it comes to that kind of attitude, uh, I can't, I can't, you know, let myself get bitter about it, or because yeah. I, I did, I did that for two years. I was really unhappy with yeah. that kind of attitude and the unwillingness of folks to kind of be able to, you know, yeah, I think for yourself, right? And I mean, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It made me mad, and I just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I just let it go. I just let it go, and I had to realize that, um, the, the, this notion that some folks have, especially when realization that there's, uh, you know. Not everything that we've been told is accurate. Mm -hmm. Not everything we've been told is on up and up. And, uh, you know, we a lot of us knew that right from the very beginning. Yeah. And then it's folks who have come along and realizing this after the fact, and they think they got to go out and, you know, wake people up. And I'm not yeah. saying that you shouldn't have conversation with folks, but when I, myself, I think that it's it's you're not going to wake anybody up okay folks got to come to their own realizations in their own, yeah. their own way in their own time yeah. and we have to accept the fact that they may not do that yeah because what has happened here is that we've had a new belief system imposed on us mm. and it's uh a lot of it is just based on superstition a lot of it is superstition masquerading as uh preventative medicine yeah and this is uh Superstition is one of the most difficult things to dislodge because it's 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 irrational, and it's where we're at. It does it does feel like a cult at times, um, you know. And yeah, again, more to the fear thing, and and yeah, I agree with it. I mean, I kind of do what I do, but I don't I don't force it on anybody, you know. And and that's something they want to stop too. Like people just saying things. Like I'm not going over to people's houses and saying you have to, you know be aware of this or that. Like, I'm just saying it. And if you want to listen to it, go ahead. And if you don't turn it off, but if people aren't prepared, they don't want to find out for themselves. If they're not curious, if there's not that part of them, that's like interested to figure it out. They're not, uh, you know, they don't want to, you can't force someone to, you know, see something they don't want to see is just, you know, how it is. And you're not making it better. You know, you're just going to end up fighting with people. So I mean, I mean, you know, I, yeah, exactly. I try not to, I just kind of, you know, when you run into people like that, I'm just like, you know, that's just where they're at man. and whatever it's, 
not worth uh, well, fighting I, I, over. Yeah. If they ask me, I, that's I, a different I, question. You know, they're like, hey, what yeah. do you, you know, I'm like, sure, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to listen to somebody like, this is what I believe. I'm like, okay, you know, that's what you go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's just the way it is. I mean, if you, if you have a, a dialogue and a conversation and you can ask each other questions, because uh, when I started this and I encouraged the guys who were with me and girls, you know, to make sure that uh, you understand your own mind and you're confident about your own beliefs. Mm -hmm. You can you can intelligently talk about why you think what you think is true and right, as opposed to what we're told is true and right. Yeah, and and one of your um, uh, one of your uh, helpers there was on uh, talking to us last night, the woman from Texas, and she was saying that um, it, it's almost as though. And it should be a human not. Um, it should be like a human right to have access to information because if you don't have all of the information that's available out there, then how are you going to know what's true? And if you don't know what's true, how can you possibly make you know good life decisions? You're going to make the wrong moves because you don't understand. It's like having half the map or no intelligence. It's like what well, I don't even know what I'm going into. I'm lost in the woods and I have no way. Well, I have no idea which way is which. I'm just guessing, and that's you know especially. If it's not a guess, it's like we know all of this information exists, but, you know, they, they want to prevent people from saying or hearing or talking about certain things and and dis not allowing an entire segment of the population's voice to be heard. You're that's a communication breakdown. And, and anyone can tell you in any kind of that's the number one most important thing in, in running anything. If there's no communication or if there's a one way communication, it's things are going to go sideways very, very quickly. Yeah, exactly. And I. I... <clears throat> The thing is, right now, the information is available to anybody who chooses to look for it, which is kind of, it's, it's, it's this unfortunate situation that we're in where it just becomes a struggle for some folks to kind of like, okay, well, I don't, you know, I don't know what a virus is. So, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'll just let other people do the thinking for me. Yeah, and um, the fact is that you can find out these things fairly easily. Yeah. However, um, you know the, the so it's the folks who are trying to break down the reality of of things like that who are getting censored, and that's you know right now it's kind of a soft censorship in some ways. Mm -hmm. But if we don't, you know, this is one of the things I'm I'm kind of talking about too as I go along on this journey is that we get the time to start fixing this stuff is right now. Yes. Like right now, because you and I both know that there's legislation being put in place, uh, you know, to uh, <laughs> online safety bills and whatnot yeah. to, to, you know, and, and that's I'll, just- I'll have to leave the days. country probably. I'll be a fugitive. <laughs> well, I mean, when we're pursuing that much safety, then yeah, we got a problem, so. Um, and, you know, it goes to the uh, saying a lot of people, you know, I've seen a lot is, uh, um, you know, people trying to censor others in history have never been the good guys. Well, and, and it's also self-censorship, right? Because yeah. there's also that, and that I think this is one of the issues that we element. have within, yeah, we have this issue within the military and with like, you know, for my brief time working with the RCMP, you know, it's just, you're not going to, you have an opinion or an idea and you're probably 
you may be in a position where you're not going to talk about it because yeah. it's. <laughs> and that's because they've, been, they've encouraged and fostered and, and, you know, promulgated an environment of fear where it's like people that, that alone, that's something I've been saying, you know, going to these rallies and talking to people's um, that uh, all like just looking around, like I don't need to be any kind of scientist or expert or, or something like that, but I'm, you know, a person that's lived in this country for quite a while. And I don't ever remember a time when people were literally just afraid to say what they think out loud. That's not good. You've got a lot of like everyone. There's just a this undercurrent of um, fear everywhere, and it's not quite to the level that uh, you know, say Cuba or the Soviet Union, where you would literally whisper about the government under your bedsheets to your wife so they don't hear you. But it's it's getting to this creepy like people are afraid to to say what they think, and now like you said, they don't want to donate money or they don't want to um, you know get involved or help any any causes or anything because they're afraid their bank accounts will be frozen. Uh, or, or, or something like this, or they'll be fired or like that creates a chilling effect on society. And it's, you know, not, this isn't good. This isn't, uh, these are not malevolent, you know, uh, beneficial things that are happening, no matter how the government wants to try and spin it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is, and, and I get it too, though, because I was in that position, like that, you know, it's not easy for um, and uh, what I would say to anybody who's having, you know, okay, I agree with everything you say, but you're talking about going up against the government. Yeah. So I, okay, I'll stop doing airport things. Yeah. So they're like, what, well, you know, it's, it's impossible. It's, uh, you can't do that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, this is a monolithic entity. It's unchangeable. You will yeah. not have any impact. And to that, I would say, uh, no, you can. Mm-hmm. It takes a concerted effort. You're probably going to enlist the aid. You're going to have to enlist the aid of like-minded people, but it can be done. And you know, to, to, to prove that point, this is happening right here and now. Yes. You know, um, if a lot of folks think that the trucker's convoy was unsuccessful, I beg to differ. So do I. Because I'll tell you what. If they hadn't have done what they had done, I believe right now we would be in full-blown uh, passport, electronic passport territory right now. Yep. That, that these mandates, uh, you would you would be required to testify to your third and fourth shots. Yep. You would need passports to get into shopping malls because they were trying to roll it out. Yep. You probably remember. Oh, yeah. um, there was a supermarket trying to get that in. I think it was in the front. Yes, several of them. They were trying to, you know, and and if uh, if this business with the truckers and this whole freedom thing, if that hadn't coalesced like it did, that's where this would have gone. So, trust me, you you can make a difference. Anybody can. Yeah, the the You're effort. Need help, just like I. I think it was uh, one of the quotes of the founding fathers of America or something. It's, you know, the tireless few, really, that, that's who get things. It's, it's, always, it's never a majority of people. If there was, you know, 85, 95% of people always agreed on, every, on the right things to do, then nothing bad would ever happen. It would be impossible. To any Anytime, um, you know, history has moved or changed or, or, you know, crisis averted, it was because of the efforts of a tireless, you know, minority of people were able to, you know, right the ship. And there's lots of examples of that. I, I was talking to a guy the other night who was saying how, um, I think it was, I think he made a call in, I can't remember, but the Renaissance um, in Europe was actually traced down to the actions of just about a hundred guys. 
like a hundred yeah. men really in, in their own yeah, way, like crazy. having these influence, right? So you just, it adds up and it, it would take much less than people think. And, um, you know, if everybody just did what they could and pitched in however they can, or, you know, tried to do something, you'd be very surprised. I mean, I can't believe I, I still laugh. I will laugh at this until the day I die, which hopefully isn't soon, but you know, it's the government, right? So who knows? <laughs> and then, I mean, I'm sitting around making jokes about a, a pretend country. You know, who's, you know, vice ruler is a time traveling evil goat figurine is now being spoken about in the house, the halls of power in the, in the Senate and the House of Commons as a threat to national security. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, this is crazy to me. So, I mean, it's very it's much easier than you'd think to have a, a, an impact on on, uh, you know, what's going on around you. So um, and, and the other you thing, have, sorry, you have to sell the rights to that story like this. It would make the best. The best comedy movie ever. It was. I was saying last night. It's a Will Ferrell movie, and John C. If I've ever seen one, you know, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's so it's a comedy for sure. It's, it's not a serious movie. It's like, uh, um, oh, what was the movie about the meteor? Uh, Don't look up or something. It was kind of it'd be kind of like a dark comedy, you know, where it's just like unbelievable. One of my uh, nicknames when I was still in the army was uh, like Frank Grimes. You remember that uh, Simpsons episode? <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, why yeah. do we do, you know, something really dumb would be happening, right? And I'm just like, why are we doing this? Like, just do it, Homer. Like, but it's, it's retarded, you know? And eventually you just go crazy. Like, that was kind of, uh, they're just kind of waiting for me to snap a lot of the time. But yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it would be funny. But to your point about the, the, the trucker thing, you know, people think it was a failure. I don't think so at all either. And for a number of reasons, you know, I've been saying that, you know, force a tyrant to act like one. If they're the benevolent rulers they claim to be, why wouldn't they just come out and talk to these people? Instead, they deployed, yeah. you know, police forces and martial law and, and beat them down. And on, and but second, so there, you know, I don't know how many people witness that and all of a sudden have a very different opinion of how things are going in this country. And secondly, it's networked together and it's inspired you to do what you're doing. All of the uh, the people that networked and came together there in Ottawa are now, I mean, a ton of these people I didn't know before, and now we all speak regularly. So now there's like a cross-national network of, of people trying to work together now, which is, you know, much stronger before. Veterans for Freedom didn't exist. Now it does. Um, you know, so, you know, we didn't, uh, you know, win the win the war necessarily, but um, what's the term? And, you know, uh, it's like a Pyrrhic victory, or I don't know how to pronounce it, but, uh, you know, you might win, but you've shot yourself in the belly to do it. No, no, it was... It was uh... What, no, no. What, what, it, what it was was it was a probing, okay? And I don't mean that in the <laughs> in the probing kind of way. But it was, uh, I know what you mean, but yeah, <laughs> other people are getting excited. Was, That's not what he means. We're looking, we're looking for a way. We're looking. Yeah, I have to be careful with the language here. So, <laughs> um, you know, it was an it was an initial um, venture because, like, I want to use all this language from back in the day, and I don't want. To, yeah. I don't want anybody who might be watching to misinterpret what I'm saying. Yeah, they love to do that. They do no. it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> they uh they did what they did. There was there was uh strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. on both sides that were uh discovered. And mm -hmm. uh I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah, this was just the beginning of a longer struggle, I think, and and uh, I, I don't mean I think the you know what the state did was like maybe it did accomplish its objectives in getting rid of the protests for now, but it the damage it caused to itself in order to do so was uh, irreparable, in my opinion. And now they're trying to, you know, the uh, the RCMP commissioner, the director of CSIS. I'm watching all these people in real time talk about my pretend country as a threat to national security. And I'm just like, I, like this is eventually going to come out. 
And it, I mean, I can't wait to, uh, what kind of a spot are we in right now? This is ridiculous. Um, you know, they went too far and exposed themselves and, you know, people are noticing. So um, it's not going to happen overnight, but I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about the direction things could go in the future, hopefully. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm optimistic in a way that I haven't been in quite some time, to be honest. And, yeah. uh, you know, part of that, and I'll tell anybody else who's listening, it was just, you know, being a part of something that is, you know, that you believe in. <clears throat> this is, uh, you know, restored hope for me. I mean, yeah. I'm aligned now with you and yeah. that's for freedom. And a bunch of other awesome group, police on guard, yeah. take back our freedom, you know, like, and, and then knowing that you're out there doing something, it's just, yeah. you know, you don't have to march across the country. Okay. <laughs> no, but just knowing that there's people out there. I mean, I remember, you know, a couple of years ago when I first started, like a lot of us were just kind of yelling into the wind by ourselves and um, knowing that now there's this, there's this network of, of great, you know, capable people that have formed, especially, you know, V for F too. Like that's, um, you know, I met all those guys and all those guys and I'm, I'm, in, you know, I'm happy with it. You know, these aren't, you know, buffoons and lazy, oh, so like, like LARPing kind of guys talking, you know, trash from the couch. Like these are capable dudes that are, you know, it's, it's like uh, the cavalry has arrived, you know, it's a feeling of, you know, relief where like the fight isn't over, but you're like, oh, thank God. Like, okay, we're, there is a fight now though, at least. And, you know, we have a chance here to, to, to do something and you're not just going to get overrun by yourself, you know, in a bunker somewhere waiting to die, which was kind of the feeling there for a couple, for a while until this, um, the convoy stuff happened, it, you know, reunited and reinvigorated a lot of, uh, a lot of people and it was i was you know there was some dark moments there leading up to that where it was like is anything ever gonna is there ever gonna be any kind of dem like anything sign that the the country's alive at all and that um personally you know and i'm sure what inspired you to do what you're doing it's it's done that to a lot of people and so you know you may have they may have put that fire out in you know in a way but you've spread it to two dozen other places and if it it's, it comes back it'll be 10 times the size um, I had an another message here from had enough one it says, James, thank you for being a voice for many Canadians. Uh, and Jeremy, thank you for doing, uh, MSM's job and getting James's voice out there. You both are epic in your own right and deserve much more cheers. Thanks, man. Um, you know, I appreciate that. And I'm sure James does as well. Um, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a trash talking clown really, but, uh, you know, what this guy's doing is incredible. I can't, uh, I don't want to take up all your time, but I mean, I, I can keep going if it's, um cool with you but um i do want to say that um, what you've been doing is is incredibly inspiring i know how it's it's i i wouldn't want to do it i don't think i could do do what you're doing it's incredibly um inspiring and impressive and is just uh even guys well, and, and I, what's so effective about it is even if you're you're in the rank still you're retired and you don't agree with a lot of this stuff you you can't sit there with a straight face and not at least, you know, take your hat off to the fact that a man's put a rucksack on and marched from Vancouver to Ontario. And it's, you know, still, I mean, that's uh, impressive in its own right. And the fact that they won't uh, give you that, acknowledge that or even give you the time of an interview really shows people who they really are, especially in the, in the you know, CBC and so on. Well, I, I got a few more minutes and I just, so I just touch on a couple of things because that's, sure. first of all, you're not a trash talking clown. Okay? <laughs> and I know you know that. Um, you're an educator, uh, despite uh -oh. what anybody says. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, things yes. have gone. If I'm so, an educator, yes. things have gone real sideways. Get your lesson plans out. But so, they have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Your next yeah, forty-five minute lecture for... will be on neo-communism with Warren Officer Top in room two thirty-one. You have a ten-minute uh, break. Yes. Yeah, be there five minutes beforehand. Yeah, or he will kill you. Five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, so um, <clears throat> I I got a few more minutes. Thank you to everybody for your kind words. Um, this is and and you know what? Anybody you know with the right forethought and planning and and with the people behind you, you can do this too. Uh, it's uh, entirely achievable. That's why I like to get, tell folks like you know you just you, you concentrate on what you think you can do. Yeah. Maybe marching is not your thing. Maybe letter writing is your thing. And uh, maybe organizing folks is your thing, you know, like you can make a difference on your own right. And um, if, uh, you know, for, for, for me that don't worry about me getting attention, it's not, you know, from the, from the, from the yeah. corporate, from corporate media structures, like, yeah. it's like, that's not why I'm doing this. It's yeah. uh, it's a demonstration for the people who choose to look at it and take it and take take uh, heart from it, and you know, at the end of the day, one of the reasons why I went out and why I'm getting charged is because I went out in uniform, because yeah. I wanted to show dudes in uniform yeah. that you have the ability to speak your mind. Yeah, you can choose to. Okay, lead by yes. example, and you're doing a great job of that. So um, there's that, and and like. This is uh, this is an effort, but like I said, um, uh, I I could I I have faith in my ability to to have done this completely on my own. I wouldn't have made it this far. I wouldn't have made it this far this fast. And without the folks like this dude holding the camera right there, Christian, who's been doing it for now like almost two hours. <laughs> um, here, give me that for a second. Getting exposed. <laughs> How you doing, man? Oh, there he is. So he's been walking in front of me, holding his camera now for almost two hours, and uh, you know, like this is that kind of support and uh, that I have, and was one of the things that's encouraging me to keep going. Because if it weren't for guys like him and them, then, like I said, I wouldn't have been able to do this. And you know what? And with the folks in the online, they nobody would have even known at all. I would have just been some freak. <laughs> I would have found out. I would have been. I would have been awakened. I would have been shaken awake at bed one night by lightning and known that something epic was happening. And I must know what it is. It would just be it would go off in some kind of internal detector. But yeah, it, it absolutely. And I, I'm the same way. Like I, I would have stopped a long time ago if it wasn't for the support and encouragement um, and from everybody around in the community and you know the people i've made friends with and the people that have supported me and everything like it, it keeps you going knowing that you've got um people that have your back and support you know what you're doing because you know when you if you have these thoughts of you know you want to give up or stop what you're doing you remember that there's people out there that are counting on you to you know to keep doing what you're doing for for you know whether they rely on what i'm you know stuff that i do for entertainment or for uh you know peer comfort or something or for the you know the inspiration that you provide that um you know reminds me of uh like I, I, so there was, you know, when I did the, uh, I did the sea source selection back in, uh, Oh nine, I think, yeah, it was 2009. 
And there was a part right, right near the end, last day, like a like a sack. You know, I almost was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna tap out here because the guys I was with in this debt that they put me in were all long legged psychos, probably like yourself. They're all just recon guys. Like I was just a mech infantry guy. I was like a 23 year old corporal, 22. And uh, these guys are all like seasoned killers. They've all got like four tours, you know, and they're just setting a pace of like lightning for, you know, 30K and you're going to like all these different stands and doing some kind of punishing. And this is at the very end, this is the last day of this. Like, I already had to cut a toenail off my boot. I'm just a mess, right? I'm just barely hanging in there. And I just, I would, what, I could have kept going, but what really killed me was the fact that I was slowing these guys down and, and, you know, hurting them and this kind of thing. So in that little bubble, I felt like the shittiest piece of garbage. Like I was like, I'm terrible. I shouldn't even be here. You know, all this kind of stuff. And I started wavering enough that I was like, you know what I think? And the, the staff comes over and he's like, yeah, like they smell blood and they can't wait for you to come over and quit. Right. And then they all, like most of them, a couple of these guys didn't like me, but most of them, to my surprise, were like demanded that I fall in and, and fucking carry on and continue. So I did. And it just fired me up enough that I was like, that knowing that these guys are here and they, they, they'll support me. That's all I, that's all I needed to know. And then anyway, uh, we finished it. And, and funny enough that uh, our debt had finished the selection first by like six hours. So I had thought I was like at the worst, I was the biggest piece of garbage, you know what I mean? And I almost, you know, quit on an achievement, you know, uh, in my life that I wouldn't have had if it wasn't for the support and encouragement of the guys around me. So that taught me a lot about, um, you know, how your mental state can affect, you know, what you perceive to be true and what's actually true. You can think that yeah. you're somewhere when really you're in a totally, <laughs> it's where you're looking at it from and, and you're the only one that can control, you know, your own mind. So I guess that's uh, yeah. that's something else that somebody asked earlier, how to deal with adversity and cruel well, people and that kind of thing. Um, you yeah. know, lean on the people around you well when you said, need to. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just one other point. <clears throat> we'll cut this short soon because yeah. with everything I was saying, uh, I do actually have a call coming up with my member of Parliament from uh, Hope Chilliwack, BC. So it took some effort, but with a bunch of folks helping me, we got through. Uh, like, so we do have more members of parliament responding to our request to come and have a, have a sit down Excellent. in Ottawa. And I'm actually going to speak to one personally, my own. Excellent. But in about 45 minutes. So there you, you know, go. So, you know, we go from sitting on Ford operating base, living room couch to having to sit down with uh, an elected official about the, uh, the fate and the, the destiny of the country. Um, you know, so don't let anybody tell you, you can't do something. Cause you know, I'm just, I'm just a guy. And, you know, I think James will tell you the same thing. We're just, you know, we just wanted to help and do what we could and, and try to do something. We you know neither of us came from money or power or influence or anything like that. We're just people like anybody else. And, um, you know, that, that's just a, this is what you can do. You don't have to do what he's doing. You don't have to do what I'm doing, but if you, you might be good at something else. Um, you know, there's everybody and, and you need everybody. You need all hands to do all kinds of different things. Some people are networkers. Some people can finance things. Some people can do it. You know, it depends on, on where you come from in your own individual life experience. You know, my, my girlfriend Morgan has done an incredible job networking a ton of people and, and doing what she's doing. And it's just uh, everybody's different and everybody um, comes at it from their own unique um, kind of way. But the important thing is that you that you do it, that you try, you know, and um, together, like if we all keep pushing this together, it'll I think we'll get there. So I don't want to keep you any longer. I know uh, you've got to uh, take a break. To <laughs> yeah, I, uh, The other thing, too, I'll just say that I know there's a fellow, his name's Brent Ginther, and uh, he's probably watching right now. And you, uh, I, I don't know if I had said this on a last show or not, but I met him just outside of Coaldale, Alberta. That's where he's from. 
Okay. And he's a pickley and he was in uh critically wounded in um in Afghanistan in two thousand six, lost a leg. Ooh, okay. And uh he uh came up and uh, I was it was a particularly dark day that day for me personally because it was one of these things where I was like marching along and um it was a gray, gray, gray Alberta uh, spring slash winter day. And um, I, I just noticed this fellow walking towards me and he had a bit of a limp. And, he, you know, we had got into a conversation and that, uh, you know, he's, he's one of the guys. You know, he said, this is important. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was just like instant power up right there. So if you're watching Brent, thanks, Brent, thanks for that. And uh, if you're going to be in Ottawa, I look forward to meeting you again. I say in touch. <laughs> I know a lot of the other fellows are probably watching. And again, for all of you who have reached out and offered support, send emails or text, cheering, and, uh, and the Ives. And uh, oh, there's just there's tons. Like, I mean, Rudy, Bajima. <laughs> we were in, uh, we were in uh, Croatia together back in the day. Like, uh, if you're watching, uh, hi, I say hi to you guys and um, looking forward to seeing you. Oh, it's incredible. What a, it's a, it's incredible, and uh, I want to thank you again for your time and for what you're doing. And you know, um, I, I'm sure I speak on behalf of a lot of people, but for me personally, it's it's incredibly inspiring what you're doing. It's given me a lot of um, uh, motivation and, and hope for the future. And and um, I'm excited to see where this goes and you know what can be done here. So just uh, thank you so much for what you've done and the pain and, and the the suffering that you're putting yourself through is is not going unnoticed that's for sure um so just uh know that there's there's quite a quite a few of us behind you and we're all we're all rooting for you and um we're going to be there for you in ottawa when you show up awesome yeah it was a good time thanks jamie no no problem man um i'll see you again soon we'll you know maybe i'll check in with you again maybe when you're sudbury area or when you get close to the when you get close to the objective you know we'll rv somewhere ah, and... absolutely. <laughs> right RV. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right <laughs> it's gonna be the the attack position is petawawa you know we'll go on from there Oosh. Don't say that word. <laughs> attacking with love that's what it is it's yeah. uh you know yeah we're uh we're yeah, we'll be attacking our pillows when we put yeah. our heads down. <laughs> there'll be some there'll be some wounded feet that need attacking by by medics yeah, and exactly. um, support staff, I'm sure. So, all right, if you don't know, uh, now you know. You can go to uh, CanadaMarches.ca.ca. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, most of the social media links and everything are there. Um, if you want to support James, you can uh, try and get in uh, touch there. You can go to the website. There's a contact forum. And uh, support forum is a merch shop and all of that stuff. CanadaMarches.ca. You can go and get uh, real-time updates on his progress and where he is. Uh, right now, according to this website that I'm just refreshing now, it says you're 1,898 kilometers to go. Um, probably less than that. I think it hasn't quite updated yet. But um, incredible what you're doing, man. Um, thanks so much for your time. Um, best of luck uh, going forward. Hopefully your feet don't go anymore. I don't know what size are your feet now. Well. 12 so how i don't know how do, can it could 12 it, wide could 12 yeah. wide so it could what could, yeah. it go to, could it 15 16 like i don't know is this just no. what happens i, no, I, I think they they've reached out of the mid of exploitation so <laughs> let's hope if not we'll have to contact the robocop people what was the name of that company uh or cyberdyne systems yeah. or somebody to come and... oh yeah i need some, need some of the liquid metal <laughs> the top. Of liquid metal. right on okay well, i'll let you go man have a have a good uh the rest of your day and good luck with your uh your meeting here with uh who was it which mp sorry 
Which MP is it you're speaking to here in 40 minutes? Mark Straw. Mark Straw, conservative MP out of uh, Hope Jellowack. Right on. All right. Well, good luck with that. And uh, uh, we look forward to following you here in the future on your on your pages and stuff. So thanks okay, again. Okay, awesome. Man. Thanks, Th- Jamie. Thank you so much, man. Cheers. Talk to you later. We'll see you next time. What a guy. Man, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> man, I, I, I'll never... Um, we're living through, through through quite a time right now, guys. I, I can't... Uh, when you've got, you know, recon warrant officers marching across the country in, you know, in protest of, you know, government mandates, and, I mean, you know something's something's gone sideways, but something also has is straightened out in a way that, you know, we've got people that are... You know what I say? Once once you start seeing Dad get off the couch, things are going to things are gonna start happening. And um, that's what's going on. You're getting... Uh, this isn't just the realm of... You know, screeching, you know, angry, you know, people on the internet anymore. There's um, the, the the dissent is real. Um, the dissatisfaction is, is very real. And it's inspiring men like that to do what they're doing. Um, you know, go ahead, government. Keep doubling down. Keep making it worse. Keep, keep making it worse and thinking this is all going to go away. It's not. And uh, we'll see. We'll see who takes the glory from this field. Anybody else? Uh, thanks you so much for the don- um, donations and questions. Uh, I think I don't think I, I missed any. Uh, a little late now he's gone so um yeah and good on that uh good on that member of parliament uh saint jean says in, in youtube for taking the time to talk to this guy he's the first one as as i'm aware of hopefully it leads to uh hopefully it leads to bigger things and, and more um more exposure and because not and not that you know like he said he's not doing it to try and be famous or, or anything like that and i you know i 100 percent know what he's talking about but there's a lot of people in this country that would love to support and and have that inspiration and have that feeling of hope that he's giving a lot of people that don't have it. And that's what really upsets me about CBC and the media and stuff. Like you're not only um, minimizing and marginalizing what he's doing and who he is, but you're also depriving a lot of people of something that they could really use right now. They could really veterans as well. There's probably, there's probably tons of guys that have no idea what's going on and don't know about this at all and and wish they did. And they wish they did. And um, so shame on you for being cowards it's um you know hasn't hasn't made anything better you think you're you think you're helping by doing what you're doing you're not you're making it uh, much worse for a lot of people but you can't hide forever <laughs> all right that's it for me i gotta go i got um i gotta eat something and then i'm gonna be on uh live from the shed i understand with dave uh in a few hours 3 p.m eastern i think I'll have to set that up on uh, Telegram here sh- uh, shortly. I'll put the links there, t.me slash Raging Distant. The links are down here, the Telegram page, and um, the website as well, RagingDistant.com, for all kinds of, I don't know where it is up there. It had the old overlay, but I'll deal with that later. Um has all my social media links and stuff on there as well. Please uh, share this if you can, if you'd like to, for, you know, for James's sake and get the message out there and tell everybody you know about it. Tell your, you know, who doesn't know. Um, let them know, let them know that, especially if there's somebody you think is, you know, depressed and, and not doing well, um, you know, or, or, or being broken by this whole thing or, or crushed, just let them know that there's a, there's a legend of a man out there who's, um, very literally, you know, in a, well, in, in a metaphorical sense, I suppose, um, carrying you on his back to Ottawa, uh, for your behalf. And, and there's a ton of people that support him and, um, you know, we're all out here and, uh, you know, they can try to hide us all as much as they want, but um, they can't do it forever. Yeah, force multipliers indeed. Yes, he is. Uh, all right, guys, that's going to be it for me. And uh, yeah, you're doing great, kid.
Thanks, uh, Vice Seeds. All right, last one says, it's an honor to be here and be able to tune into such brilliant minds and hearts and learn what moves honorable warriors forward. Thank you for all your efforts and intelligence. Thank you for the support, guys. I appreciate it. Um, you know, we're going to go back and pay grocery, buy groceries now. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you uh, uh, live from the shed. I think it is 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 4 o'clock Atlantic. I'll, I'll be over there. And then this evening at um, 9 or 10 o'clock Eastern Atlantic, um, uh, Mark Friesen. I'm going to be on uh, his channel for a little while. So I got to take a break. I got lots to do today. Uh, <laughs> so uh, where's my where's my stuff? Uh, James, uh, good luck. Continue doing what you're doing. And um, looking forward to seeing him and uh, everyone else in Ottawa. Uh, he'll be arriving near the end of June, if not sooner, if he doesn't uh, stop, if he goes faster. <laughs> I don't know. He's going pretty goddamn fast. He just left what seems like not long ago in February. Crushed the Rocky Mountains in February. And now he's already in Ontario, and he'll be coming up on Dryden um, today or tomorrow. So um, onward we go. Cheers, guys. Cheers.